destiny. Hello and welcome back to the Dead Letter Movie Podcast. This is episode 44, recorded January 5th, 2020. I'm Tim. Woo. I'm Andrew. Happy New Year. Welcome back. Uh, yes. Sorry I've been busy, everybody. It's 100% my fault. Yeah, it. this this is a hobby, folks. Yeah, true. But uh, if you want to sponsor us, hey, hey, hey yeah. give us a call. Hit us yeah. up on the Twitters. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we're uh, we're going to talk today about uh, what else? The new Star Wars movie, Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker, starring pretty much everybody who was in the last one: Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Carrie Fisher. Rest in peace. I think she got top billing. I, yeah, I think so. I think so. And yeah. You d- deservedly so. Still, quick note: something we we didn't really talk about uh, in our our pre-show discussion. I I thought they did a pretty good job working her in the mm-hmm. way they did. I it I it never really felt jarring to me, like she was was out no. of place. There were a couple if you know if you were looking for it, you know, over the shoulder shots where it's okay. That's clearly a a double Someone standing else. in, and that's that's okay. Possibly Billy Lord. Uh, quite, quite possibly, yeah. but it it never felt you know really forced or or out of place to me. So yeah, no pun intended. On no those. pun intended. It it can't be helped. No, I agree. It's a they really did they they did the best they could do um, with that kind of thing, if not better. So they it doesn't yeah. come off as it doesn't come off grotesque in any way, which is nice. No, not not at all. So props for that. So yeah, the the big climax. To the trilogy of trilogies, here it is after all this time in the hands of J.J. Abrams directing again. I I enjoyed the movie. It's not perfect. It's it's, nope. it's 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 definitely got problems. So did the last two. So did the prequels. So did the original trilogy. Yeah. I still love Star Wars. I know. Who does not like you know, like space operas would have storytelling problems. I know, right? I know. Who'd have thought? Shocked. Um, Shocked. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. I mean, the the thing is, like, they're entertaining. They're fun. Um, the The problem is, is that like, it's the kind of thing. Like, if you, I, if you could say the whole like, well, if you turn your brain off, it's fine. But the problem is, your brain isn't gonna turn off on some of these. No. Like, you're gonna. I had things that happened in the middle of the movie. <laughs> that mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that just... I'm, we try to be spoiler-free on this, um, so I'm going to be kind of vague. Um, but there are some things that happen in the movie that there's a lot of coincidental nick of time stuff that happens and does happen in these kinds of movies that got kind of tiresome. But it was... But there were definitely some driving home from the movie and, you know, you know, while I'm, like, laying in bed later that night where various issues kind of came up and like, oh, this was this was bad yeah um, yeah <laughs> there, that, there's that there's definitely a, a fair bit of that in this movie and i had the same thought walking out of it and mm-hmm. yeah thinking to myself this movie is going to be savaged by critics in in time to come we'll not really savage it here but we're going to try not to pull too many punches either yeah like unlike the movie unlike the movie which seems to pull every punch it has yeah, which is the thing about that that makes me like Last Jedi better is that it kept its punches rolling. Um, it didn't it didn't pull any of them. Well, maybe it pulled a couple, but still, like it was <sighs> size audibly. Some some moments in this movie, it's like that should have been a huge emotional impact, and for 
about two minutes it was, and then you discover, oh, wait, no, everything's fine, actually. Yeah, there's a theory going around that this was actually two movies that J.J. had wanted to make. Like, if he had been able to do the whole trilogy himself, um, we would have gotten two different movies. And to be honest, where those, those emotional punches are, like, you could co- you could totally see how they could have reworked a script around and had that be the end of a second movie mm-hmm. and, then, and then make a third movie. And I don't 100% buy into that, but there's definitely a reason why people are thinking that. Yeah, there's there's a lot of material here, and it's it's clear some was left on the table and never made it into the script, or right. at least not the final script. So you, Yeah, and you can feel like stuff got cut, too. I mean, yeah. like apparently some stuff got cut for time that is still kind of hanging. Like, they didn't even edit all the way properly. So yeah. And you know, they, they use some story ideas from uh, Colin Trevorrow, who was originally mm-hmm. slated to direct this movie until a few years back after Jurassic World came out, and there was the whole response to that. So some some of that, and you know, Abrams and, and his crew clearly brought some of their own stuff to this, and it, it got kind of all mashed together. Mostly it works okay. Like I said, I had a, a great time watching this movie while I was mm-hmm. watching it. I did have a few moments that made me sit up just a little bit and kind of scratch hey wait a minute but i mean the the truth is none of these movies have ever been perfect nope oh. um the only like the thing that makes like uh the things that make that, that make the new hope so good is that it does that whole joseph campbell thing like 100 percent by the book mm-hmm. um but it still has the it still has some lucky nigga time stuff that happens in it too. Now now I'm not against that being a thing that happens. Like I think coincidence and nigga time stuff actually makes for an exciting story. It's when it happens the third or fourth time that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. Yeah, they they definitely overplayed that in this movie, I think. And that will not hold up as well on on rewatch. I've only been once myself. I cannot promise that I won't go again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's there's a lot of that. Some some big plot points that seem to come out of nowhere that will be completely meaningless if you haven't already seen all the other movies and are yep. Yeah, e- even if you have, kind of kind of head scratchers. Where did that come from? Right. The thing I actually kind of liked about the last two movies was the you didn't have to have seen the prequel movies. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Like and to, to kind of enjoy. It. Now they kind of made it that you kind of have to see the thir- the other three. Um. <laughs> yeah, or or at least a couple of them. Um, yeah. So, I mean, this this was always going to be weird. Any yeah. any continuation of Star Wars after George Lucas sold the the whole company to Disney mm-hmm. was going to be different. It's true. And this this certainly is. It's not all bad. Not by a long shot. No, I wouldn't call it all that. No, anyway, it, it just has a different set of problems than if, if George had had made his movies his way at, yeah. at this point. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still, I'm also curious what would have happened if we had gone through the model of the first trilogy where George kind of comes up with the whole story, but different people write the scripts and direct them. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm curious what, how that would have gone, played out here, like, you know, if... Uh, if I'm not saying I would have wanted Ryan John, I mean I like Last Jedi probably the most out of these three, but you know I still would it would have been interesting to see someone else other than JJ or Ryan um, to to make this movie. 
And like, so that'll always be kind of like a what if with these, because we know what happens when one singular person has the whole vision the whole time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and, and sometimes yeah, that, it's... that did not all go well either. Nope. Yeah. So uh, that's the thing. Like, I wonder if like the beauty of Star Wars is the collaborative thing where you have a bunch of authors working on it. Um, so I don't know. I mean, so Lawrence Kasdan worked on one of the movies. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um... One of these three. Um, the, the big chill guy um, mm -hmm. and slash uh, I mean I, I call him the big chill guy but he's also the Indiana Jones guy um, yeah and and worked on, uh, on some of the uh, original trilogy of, of Star Wars movies as well yeah just just uh, just a Lucasfilm guy yeah yeah, yeah so like I, I don't know it's uh, I just there was, there's gonna be kind of like some what-if stuff to this and that's just Gonna, that's always going to be the case. I mean, like that's it's. See, I was telling before we started recording, I was telling Tim that it seems like disappointment is is as big a part of the Star Wars fandom as it is <laughs> almost anything else. <laughs> um, I I almost think there should be an action figure for fan disappointment. Yeah, I I can't really disagree with that because it's it's kind of been a thing since 1997. Mm -hmm. That's been true more than half the time that Star Wars has been in the world. Pretty much. Um, yeah, basically since the special editions, we've been, you know, constantly disappointed. Although, apparently, there was, like, that disappointment thing about Ewoks, but Tim and I aren't old enough to really remember that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's true. Okay, let's talk about the pluses of this movie. So, I think I think Adam Driver really is the MVP of the movie. He is, his acting is the best out of all all. Like out of all three of the movies, probably in the whole trilogy, but he especially shines in this movie. Yeah, I, um, I can agree with that. Yeah, um, I like I like Daisy Ridley. I think she does a good job. Mm -hmm. um, Oscar Isaac, um, I almost called him Lewin Davis, and Oscar yeah, Isaac okay. and John Boyega, like they're you know they're they're really good. I after watching these movies, I'm still I'm I'm kind of wondering what would have happened if we had just sort of like had one character um, that was like a Finn Poe hybrid. Um, but once again, like I said, there's a lot of what ifs, um, but they're still good. Um, everyone who's in this movie is enjoyable. I mean, like, I don't feel like anything was miscast where I feel like in the prequel movies, there was some miscasting that happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's fair. Um, there, there are also some characters in this movie that I felt were underused in, uh, yep. very much in the way that, uh, Gwendolyn Christie's Captain Phasma was in the previous two films. Just... She exists to sell action figures. Pretty I much. Know that, I know that's really cynical of me to say that, but yeah, I'm like a hundo percent feel like that. Yeah. She existed to sell action figures and that was it. Yeah. Uh, which, which is too bad because yeah. I, I felt like that could have been a much more interesting character. And we had, we had some of that here. We had a, a new character played by Carrie Russell, who you, barely see her face yeah. at all well i spent the whole movie yeah. being like is this carrie russell yes and then, like, yes it is yeah, and it was it turned out um yeah and she could have been a lot more interesting than she had time to do similarly the uh, the knights of ren who mm -hmm. you know we've we've kind of known were sort of out there in the world for a couple of movies at this point i felt like they were also underserved in in much the same way it's they should have yep. been, you know, more more threatening, more imposing. What do you do? You yeah. you just throw them straight at the most powerful character on the screen, who, who's in the movie, pretty much. And and what happens? Well, guess guess what? They lose. Yep. Spoilers. Yep. Spoilers. So, um, well, they come off more like it's Kylo's entourage than knights. Yeah. I, I yeah. Guess. I, I just felt like there should have been more to them than that. Yeah. 
No, I totally agree. Like, uh, so it's like I mean, there, there are always these these little side and background characters in Star Wars. You know, uh, the the Emperor's Royal Guard. You know, in in Return of the Jedi, they don't say anything, but they don't mm-hmm. have to. These these guys were built up at least a little bit as you know some you know big menacing force. Didn't really come off that way. Nope. Nope. Yeah. It's a, there was just a lot of, uh, this is a movie that I am curious what would, what an extended version would be like, but I also don't feel like this movie needs to be longer. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and the funny thing is like, I actually feel like it doesn't drag in any way. Like I think, um, it goes along pretty well. Um, I never got bored. I, it does, it, if anything, it feels busy. It doesn't feel like it has, like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it needs stuff cut, um, if anything, it feels like it needs stuff put back in. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 in this really weird space where yeah. it is it is just jam packed. It it moves at a, a brisk clip the whole mm-hmm. time, and it a little bit to its detriment, I think, never really stops to breathe. And, and there's like those emotional beats that happen where it would have been a good time to breathe there, but instead they that's that's where they pull the punch. I mean, yeah. Like that's, or nope, just just got to move on to the next thing. Got to got to keep things moving. And so the the upside of that is that you know, like you said, it's never boring. It's it's always you know, edge of your seat, engaging, entertaining. But a lot of those emotional beats don't hit as well as they have in some of the previous films. Right. I am glad that they uh, really capitalized on the chemistry that um, Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley have. I feel like that they they, they really discovered that in the second movie. Yeah. And they I feel like they used that really well here. So I'm just trying to think of something positive to say. Because um, <laughs> uh, it's so easy with Star Wars to just rag on what's uh, what isn't working. Yeah, there, there is no shortage of, of nits to pick with this movie. Yeah. But I mean, we, we, we keep saying that and we keep picking at all these nits. But I, I I gotta say again, I had a great time watching the movie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, I mean that's 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 kind of Star Wars. That's that's just kind of Star Wars. That's that's basically it. Yeah, um, I really I really paid attention to the score this time for for whatever reason. Which, in a lot of ways, like okay, okay, I kind of rag on John Williams a fair amount, but um, I mean he's the most nominated person in the history of the Academy Awards, I think, and. Um, and some of his movies sound better than others. All of his Star Wars stuff sounds basically all the same. And this one, and this is actually, it's a, uh, I don't think there's that much new music written for this. Like, I think all he did was like, we will now play it on this instrument. We will now play it on this instrument, which is fine. Um, and I'm kind of making fun of it here, but it still works really well. Um, like, yeah. I'm kind of ragging on him. Like, it feels like he phoned it in, but he phoned it in in a manner that actually, like, works really well for this movie. So I guess that's something. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree. I mean, but again, that's that's kind of Star Wars, you know, repeating that's a lot of the, the same, Wars, yep. same musical themes. And that's, so you, you, you hear that music and you know, you know, just just from that kind of what's going on on screen what's right. what you're about to be in for yep exactly um and to be honest i actually sort of enjoyed it but at the yeah. same time uh, like uh the, the guy who tries to pay attention to film scores is like uh could, maybe you should have tried maybe you should have tried harder i maybe not i i don't know um yeah, yeah. I, but I, I also I get the know. feeling he burns out i mean he's been doing he's done so many of these movies he's just probably like oh god another star wars movie yeah, and and he he has said it's like yeah this this is the last Star Wars he's gonna do. Yeah. Re- regardless of what Disney and Lucasfilm do in the future going forward, and you know what, that's fine. 
That's fine. Well, they had someone else do uh, solo in Rogue One, I thought. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, a new guy scoring uh, the Mandalorian, the the new series, yeah. which with Werner. Yeah, uh, and yeah, that's that's actually been a lot of fun, and I've I've enjoyed that. So, um, but that's a sidetrack. So, back to back the, to this movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. I like I don't know. I can't like it's one of those things where it's probably best to see it in a theater. I will I will you know I'll I'll say that. Um, I will say it's probably worth your money. Um, mm. The like. I don't know. It's just one of like, if you're into it, you're going to be into it. You're going to like it. Um, if you're looking for good cinema, I mean, like that was never really a thing here. Maybe like a New Hope's probably good cinema. And maybe maybe so is Empire. Yeah. But the uh, yeah. but the uh, like you were never really going to get that per se in Star no, Wars. And I'm not ragging on it here. I'm not being no. like I'm not scorseseing it up here. No, just 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 call it what it is. It's it's it's, it's entertaining. You know, popcorn cinema. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. No. Like that's the thing. There's like there's yeah, and so like I think it's worth see- I think it's worth seeing. I've enjoyed these three movies. Um, I'm very glad I don't have to watch another one for a while. <laughs> I'm hoping Adam Driver gets a haircut. I think he's gonna be he's gonna be the next big thing. Like, well, not the next, but he's been kind of the next big thing for a little bit. But like, I think he's gonna be the one that emerges from this with the best career because, and I think that's partly because. During this time, he's been like, "I got to do other non-Star Wars-related things, mm-hmm. so I don't become, so so I don't become Carrie Fisher and and Mark Hamill's career." Like, uh, so I think he thought that ahead. Um, I don't know if that means he's going to be like the Harrison Ford of these. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. Time will tell. Time will tell. He's, I mean, he was really good in Black Klansman. It sounds like he's really good in Marriage Story. I haven't watched it yet, but the, yeah, I don't know. He's, uh, I think he's going to be the person who emerges out of this with the. Uh, the best career but we'll see what happens there yeah taking into account all the aforementioned nits and my (laughs) own lifelong love of star wars this feels to me like a b plus yeah it was it was certainly more entertaining than any of the prequels i didn't feel it was really on par with the the original trilogy those those three movies um but is pretty comparable to its its two stable mates in this this latest batch. Overall quality, I, I give it about a B plus. Okay, for me, it's kind of like a B minus. Um, the and, and it's only because all those nits just came back and like punched me in the face. Um, <laughs> uh, the like in the in the movie in itself, it's like like it's actually kind of like on that C plus territory because of that. Um, it's one of those things where I'll just be walking around in the grocery store and be like, oh, that was a problem, too. Oh, that was a problem, too. And, like, that that's a problem. Um, yeah, yeah. However, I was super entertained by it. I had a really good time. Um, it's super well made. It's extremely well acted for, 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 you know, for the script problems that it has. Like, I mean, like, that was something that even Carrie Fisher talked about in the first series. Like, what am I saying? Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Like, like, so, I mean, that definitely got that got dealt with pretty well. So, I mean, technically it's a really well-made movie. Um, in most aspects, it's script could be better. <laughs> um, I think when I'm comparing, I, before Tim and I were talking, like, I think the prequels may have a better story. They just kind of suck. Yeah. Where, um, whereas like, I don't know if this has, this may have better execution, but not as good of a story. Yeah. Uh, for the I, three movies. Like, I think I can agree with that. Like that's kind of how this feels. Like I feel like I'm I'm wanting to say it's better than the prequels, 
this trilogy, but I'm reticent to say that because I feel like its story isn't that interesting. And the interesting things that they do, those punches get pulled. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. that's that's so it's in this like uh, it's like I don't know. Did I, I didn't feel like I wasted my time. I enjoyed seeing them. I'm glad I saw them. I mean, like you know, to be honest, the second movie. I wasn't exactly excited to see when I was up, but I was going to see it because I, A, Tim and I do this thing, and B, I wanted to participate in the cultural zeitgeist. And, and like, and so, like, I was excited to see this movie because I had no idea what was going to happen. Um, but it turned out I did. Um, so that was, that was kind of a bummer, um, all things considered. But I don't know. Like, so I, I like Star Wars. I'm kind of a fan, but I'm not, like, diehard in any way. I've seen all the movies. I've seen, like, I was walking out of the theater, and I told my wife, I saw all of these movies in the theater in some form. I saw the I saw the special editions mm-hmm. when, they were, when they were re-released in the late 90s, and I saw the prequels in the theater, and it's a couple of them I saw with you, and then yep. the, these three. So it's, you know, as a... I'm not like diehard. I own no action figures. Um, <laughs> like I have, like I'm not like into Star Wars like like that. And but you know, I would still probably say I'm more of a fan of this than other things. And so, I don't know. I had an enjoyable time. That's probably the most important thing out of all of it was that I had a good time, and that's probably the best thing we can hope for. Did I eat popcorn? Yes, I did. Yep. Uh, so did I. Uh, Oh, well, so that kind of closes the book on this trilogy of Star Wars. We'll see what happens in the coming years as the mouse bleeds it dry. Um, well, yeah, I mean, wh- whatever happens next is certainly going to be different. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, I, I will say they have done some good stuff with Star Wars in television. The guy who's been driving that, uh, Dave Filoni, has has done some good stuff. Uh, the Mandalorian, created by Jon Favreau, and yeah. sort of co-driven by him and and uh dave filoni i really enjoyed this first season i'm looking forward to more and you know we'll we'll see what else they do yeah 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 we'll see i don't know we don't have any other side movies in the pike right now do we i don't believe so they they've kind of put most of that on hold um i mean after after the debacle that was solo yeah Uh, which was a pretty was, entertaining movie. It was I mean, a fine movie, but it was yeah. a mess. Like it, I mean, it, like it they was. Had, I mean, I don't even mean like the movie itself was a mess. Like the subtext of that movie was a mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the whole like we technically that movie was directed by three people technically. Um, yeah. Like that that stuff, and I can understand being put off wanting to do one of those when you had such a debacle with that. So yeah. Um, so yeah, those are those are mostly on hold, but there there are some other things happening, and you know we'll. We'll see how that goes. It's a it's a big sandbox. There's room for lots of other stories. That mm-hmm. you know, I, it's a big universe. Yeah. It is. So, I'm I'm looking forward to some of that. Yeah, I'm I'm also looking forward to letting you know the the cinematic portion of it just kind of lay and and mm-hmm. and let it be for a while. Indeed, indeed. <sighs> oh well. So Star Wars. Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's our show for now. Uh, look for more in the near future. Of course, uh, award season be ramping up pretty soon here. As we record this, the Golden Globes are tonight. Yep. I uh, We will still do our Best Picture Roundup like we always do. Yep. Um, despite, you know, despite my being in grad school thing, I'm still going to make that happen. Yeah, so look forward to that. So that's the show. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Ah, Star Wars. <laughs>
nothing but stars.